and we are back on the Free Range Tales. With me, as always, my homie, Adrian Lozano. Shaka, bro. How we doing? <laughs> doing good, man. Doing good. <laughs> we got the camera rolling again. We did the first YouTube about a month ago. We're going to keep it rocking. We actually were out making content today. Yeah. Um, that was a first for yeah, us. Yeah, man. Trying to get out there and record it. Um, you know, it's kind of fun. It's been a fun process. Yeah. Um, we've done some gear reviews, too. So if you haven't already, go check it out on YouTube. Um, yeah, it's been kind of an interesting process to yeah. uh, to record with the camera, record, because we always were just the podcast alone, and then we're like, you know what, like, why don't we go film the stuff that we're doing, talk about the gear we're using, you know, people ask us questions about that kind of stuff, and, yeah, we'll you know, get... I feel like we have enough of an opinion now to, like, actually talk about it, um, you know, we're still whatever novices and a lot of these things, but you know, like we use a lot of gear. We talk about a lot of gear. Do you like feel validated? Half the time we talk, <laughs> half the time we talk actually on the phone, we're like geeking out on gear, like super hard. We're yeah. geeking out on trips we're doing. We're, we're planning, you know, days out like we did today. We did a little 3d shooting yeah. um, for archery, getting ready for our trip to Arizona, which we can talk about a little bit. You know, we got a late season tag. Uh, for deer out in Arizona in January. We pretty much keep the stoke alive. No, that's what it's we about, just, dude. We stoke and poke that fire and the coals and whatnot. But Speaking of keeping the stoke alive. <laughs> How can we forget that? Need to crack that beer going. That, that was, was a good one right there. Cheers, good, buddy. Cheers. I almost cheered you with my mic. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, getting content out there, it's fun. You know, we're doing it anyway. Um and we we're like, why don't we just record it, see if anything comes of it, and see what happens. And you know, totally. Well, first, let me talk about something real quick, kind of off topic from what we usually talk about. Um, Anna and I took thirty days off of drinking beer. And, and, and <laughs> Welcome I'll, back. I I'll, told you you'd be back. <laughs> you know, they 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 warn you about falling off the wagon, but they don't tell you how hard you fall. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's not that bad. Uh, it's it's funny because it's, it's the first time we've hung out in the 30 days. It's been like 32 days. Yeah. Know, I don't know what the, today's date is, the 3rd or the 4th. Today's the 3rd, I think. Of November. No, fuck, not even November. It's December now. Yeah, dude. And so you took the whole month of November off. Yeah, we took, uh, today's what? the 4th. Is that? No, that's 4 o'clock. Know. Never mind. It's 420. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is 420. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so what kind of spurred on like the, the break? From uh, the alcohol, um, you know, Cameron Haynes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, that that's a lot to do with it. But uh, I had a buddy go to rehab for alcohol recently, and that was a big thing. Actually, that kind of helped us motivate to uh, to just check it and uh, kind of just just take a break. Like you know, it's not that we're we're being alcoholics, but you know, we would drink and, you know, you're, you're drinking more than, I don't want to say you're drinking more than you're not drinking, but you're drinking enough every week. Yeah. That like, you know, and like I, we're in our forties now. Yeah. And like sustained thing. drinking, like, you know, it's been going like, I've probably been drinking for bro. We're not 20 something years. You yeah. Know? We're like, not 25 anymore. Yeah, yeah. And you don't bounce back from hangovers the same. And there's a, there's a whole bunch of things Whoa. that I, I, I just kind of wanted to like change. Um, so it was, it was a good thing to, uh, to just make sure I can do it. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, make sure I can check myself. I, I, it's funny that you say that because I, I think like, uh, I'm a very social drinker, yeah, right? Like, yeah. you know, I'll kind of drink when we're hanging out with the, the buddies well, or family or for whatever. For the past like, two years after Jeremy was born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was a lot of times, I mean, I, I drank a lot, a lot of times and, uh, you know, like I never, 
saw myself as having an issue. And I remember, actually, I remember right, a time we were right. going diving. And uh, I remember going out, like, it was like a Friday night, just kind of a standard Friday night. But we had plans to go diving the next day. And I was freaking hungover. And you picked me up at like six o'clock in the morning to go. And I was so hungover. I'd like come in from the bars at like two o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and was hungover. And we showed up to the, to the beach and I just like, I couldn't even go out in the water. Like I was like, we were going on a shore dive, like we're going to hit it. And like, I just couldn't even go out. And I just remember thinking like, I think it happened a couple times. And then I was like, like the second or third time I was like, dude, like, this is not cool. Like, what am I doing? Because I was trading the mornings, which I enjoy immensely going out to do activities. I was trading those for those nights that at the end of the day, I was like, what was I getting out of those nights? Like, I I don't know what it is. And, and, you know, like, I think I, I still have my ebbs and flows of it. And, you know, I think about it now, like taking time away from drinking is a good way to kind of be disciplined because it's so easy. And like, you know, we, we do a lot of things with our family. We do a lot of things with our friends. And a lot of times it's like around socializing, you know, there's drinks involved. Right. And I think you're the same way, right? Like, you know, you've got, absolutely, you know, like, yeah. And so it, it turns into something every time. And I think, you know, we do it kind of for fun. Like we'll record and we'll drink and you yeah. know, we'll just have some beers. This is kind of how we started. Like, yeah, yeah, we, we started like, <laughs> hey, let's make, let's just start a podcast and drink beer and just talk about stuff that we do. And, because that's what we were yeah, doing, right? Yeah, we were exactly. just were hanging out and, and chatting exactly. and kind of chopping it up, having a couple of beers and talking. And like, I think it's good to kind of take that time off. As I've gotten, you know, like you said, like I have kids now. Well, I'm just welcome to second kid into the yeah, family, you yeah. know, and so like you got a newborn around and like month old, my two year old could care less what I did the night before. Right. He's up ready to go at 6am no matter what happened yeah. the night before. Right. Like, and so, and then for me, like, it's like, I've kind of decided like, I want to be more disciplined and you know, like I don't overly, I don't stop drinking because I enjoy it. Like I enjoy having fun and I enjoy being social. Totally. Um, but I also could see how like there's times when I take time off that I do feel good. Those mornings feel way better than they do if I do drink. Um, yeah. You know, my so, training regimen, I'm more disciplined exactly. about my training and exactly. stuff. And we talked about that a little bit in the last episode before the elk trip and like the time and energy. And like, I, we thought about making content around that and kind of mm-hmm. training stuff, you know, mm-hmm. would be pretty cool. Cause there's a lot that goes into it, man. And like, I take that fairly serious. I try to work out every day, at least five days a week for sure. Yeah. Um, it's ironically the days that I miss are typically the weekend days. And then that's typically the night before I've been drinking. So it's like kind of this weird, like, and I have these weird thoughts of like, it, what is that adding? What's the end game of that? You know? I'm like, yeah, it's like, I'm being social. I'm hanging out with my friends, my family. We're enjoying each other's company. Um, you know, but at the same time, there's, there are moments where I'm like, what is this? What is this taking away from? Exactly. Because like I do enjoy getting up at like three o'clock in the morning, driving out to my spot to go hunt and doing that. And I'd rather do that. And I take way more from those days than I do if I'm like up until two, having drinks, partying, carrying on. So here's and, the know. interesting dynamic of that. For you, you had a kid and it was an easy no brainer because your time is now filled. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For Anna and I, who don't have kids, we, it was actually a little bit more interesting for us because now what do you fill that time with? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you yeah. have to now plug something else into that time slot where it was like 6 o'clock p.m. and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to crack a beer. And then that turns into 3 or 4. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> sure. I mean, that's how I would do it, you know, maybe 5 or 6. And then all of a sudden you kill the six-pack in one night and you're like, well, fuck, dude, like, that was stupid, 
Yeah. Like I have to wake up tomorrow and then, but you're just doing it to chase a buzz and you know, so I just got tired of the routine. Yeah. For sure. For a little bit. And then, um, you know, in our house, um, you know, just kind of like, you know, spurred a little, Hey, let's do a no drink November. And so we did it and, and whatnot. And, um, you know, we just had our first beers the other night when we went 3d shooting, I, you know, Ann and I went alone and, uh, did some 3d shooting on top of some mountains and I took a couple of beers and we had a couple of German beers up there, some bit burgers and <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Um, so I, I don't want to get back to where I was with drinking, which is, you know, I could have three, four whiskey drinks in one night and six, seven, eight beers. doesn't matter. You know, it, it, it didn't phase me, you know, I, I wouldn't get behind a car like that, but I'm saying like, I was still able to like function. Yeah, you were very functional. For and, sure. and that's, that's the dangerous part in my opinion is like, if you're functioning, that tells you that you can still do things. And so therefore you do things. Yeah. It, it just, it got cool. to that point where I was, I was testing the waters and I for just sure. didn't like it. For and, sure. uh, yeah. So and, and we I stopped. Think, and I think about like, you know, like bigger picture, we've got goals. Like we want to do stuff. That's like the other said, thing. We're not spring chickens anymore. We're getting older. And, and, and I want to, I want to, I want to bow hunt. Yeah. And that gets directly in the way of me bow hunting. Yeah. Whether it's like, Oh, you woke up 15, 20, you hit snooze three times in the morning and you didn't wake up and worked out like you were, like right, you wanted right, right. to, like you, you told up, yourself, yeah. Oh, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and work out, you know? And then, so that one thing leads to another. And that's why I was just like, you know what? This, this is not for not, sure. Yeah. I need to check this shit. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm happy. I, I think it's cool. Like you kind of were supporting your buddy too. And kind of like, you know, kind of like, Hey, this is something yeah. we can rally around, kind of yeah. support this cause. And then it's also like you, you realize the benefits of it. And, you know, for me, like, it's, uh, it's kind of crazy. Like, I think the, the discipline aspect, like you said, like not getting up to go work out or not getting up yeah. to go shoot or, or whatever is going to be the thing. And I Having find regrets at the end of the day, sure. if you're pissed if that you, you didn't do it. I remember exactly. I, we talked, we talked this about this a bunch of like wanting to be, I always said like, Hey dude, try to be 1%, 1% better every better. day. Yeah. If you can be 1% better every yeah. day, the compounding effects of that is so exponential well, just think about one year you're 365 percent better yeah and like you just it it, it gets better and better and better and yeah. better and better and you get better and better and better and better whatever your goal is and like you know a lot of times for me like having a trip like we have this trip to to, to az coming up in in january yeah and we're gonna go on a, on a deer and, and have a lena hunt out there it's, it's kind of our annual trip yeah, so yeah, we, far. yeah it's, it's been awesome man and like you know it's the same thing going up leading up to the elk trip like i was like I wanted to be as fit as I could be yeah. going into that into that trip, so that I knew that I was le- there was no excuses, right? Like physically, I was ready. Yeah. My gear was going to be ready. Yeah. Um. You know, like I was going to do as much scouting as I could, so that if opportunities presented themselves, I was going to be prepared for those things, right? And like I go back to those times where we, you know, we're going to go we're going to go shore diving. Yeah. Was I preparing mentally, physically, no. and emotionally for that day? No, dude, I showed up and I was freaking hung over and I was just like I couldn't even put my gear on. Like I got my wetsuit on and just was like sitting there hung over and I remember Mario Salgado, one of our good buddies, you know, he was like, "Bro, like what are you doing?" And I was like, "I don't know. Like I just was out last night partying, like, you know, I don't know what I was trying to do, what my goal was." But it wasn't focused on this this morning, 100%. and then I regretted it because then I was so hungover. Then you're behind. Yeah, it just it doesn't set the day up, and, and you know like 
there's a time to celebrate. That's kind of the way I started thinking about drinking and stuff. Is I would just drink to drink, right? Yeah. And then I'm like, what am I celebrating? Like, what am I? What am I? What am I? If What's I have a reason to go celebrate, What's yeah. If I have a reason to go, it maybe you know, there's like weddings, right? Like, I'll go party at a wedding. Like, I'm celebrating my my friends or family or whatever. Totally. Um, you know, we killed an elk. Like, what do we went out and party? We had a couple drinks, but we yeah. didn't really drink that much. No. But we no. still had a couple drinks. Like, no. we just kind of like had a whiskey, like something, yeah. like a little shooter or something, yeah. and we we're just like, all right, cool, like. The work, the work didn't stop. And ironically, that was a goal of mine was to, to, to accomplish that. Accomplished it and was like, you know what? I'm ready to keep – what's the next thing, dude? It wasn't like – and I just enjoyed the process of like I was back in this same spot we are looking at, working out. The day we got back from that trip, the next morning I was up at 5 a.m. working out again because I was like – it's just right. the next thing. It's not like – that, that wasn't the end game. It was no. just like a, a part of the process, right? So I'm just like, all right, let's move on to the next thing. You know how I train for your elk hunt? You know, it, you know, it worked out. I knew you were going to get one. So I was like, I better practice cheersing. I'm like, well, how, how, but, should, how should I do this? Cheers. We, we've got, you know, we've got this, this trip where, you know, we've got our mindset on going out to coos country again. You know, yeah. like I think we need to yeah. kind of both settle, settle some scores. We both had a shot at a coos deer. Mm-mm-mm. Both missed a coos deer. Um, haunts, haunts me still. Want to get it done? It's 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 funny. It's like when I look at a coos deer, I'm like, it's the size of like a medium dog. It's the size um, of our 3D. Yeah, I got a 3D target right there. That's deer like exactly the same size as a, as a coos deer. Um, but you know, and I guess it's kind of not. There's there's quality coos deer out there, and like there's some amazing coos deer, but they don't have that like wow factor that like a mm. big mule deer or mm. a big elk will have. But they're amazing or animals. Or a big white and tail. Like, I, I think both of us have fallen into the in fallen so deep in love with coos country. Oh my god! And coos deer, and just how magical those deer are, and the way they move through that landscape, and just everything about it is amazing. I mean, whoever named them ghost, gray ghost, is is one hundred percent correct <laughs> because true. you can be looking at one, turn over and be like, I see one. It's right by that big big dead tree, and you go back into your binos and they're gone. They're just absolutely gone, as if they were never there to begin with. It is unbelievable. And the best part is they're still standing right and they're, there. And they're still sitting or <laughs> yeah. bedded or standing yeah. either way. They're still right <laughs> there, and you cannot see them. Uh, they're, they're a magical deer, and uh, yeah, I can't wait for both of us to get successful. Yeah, I hope so, man. And, you know, I feel like, you know, we've, God, we've, we've been so we've been close. Bow hunting. The first trip we went out to Coos Country, I had bought my bow in September, and we yeah. went in January. Yeah. And that was like the first bow hunt. And I like, I think about that now and how much I didn't know, how much I've learned Yeah. by doing those trips. And we've gone a couple years in a row. We've gone on some other hunts and how much I've learned and taken away from those trips. And like, you know, I think one of the biggest things for me is going on a hunting trip. And I think you can do this for anything. Like I do it on like ski trips. I go on ski trips every year. And if I can spend multiple days in a row out in the field yep. doing the activity the level of information that I gain from that and how much I take away from it is, is next level. It's man. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We learned so much from the first two years of being in Arizona hunting. Um, so much. It's crazy. I mean, even from the little things like eat your burrito before you get out to the first parking <laughs> spot, you know, cause you could get on a stock right away. First thing in the morning, like, yep, yep. you know, just little things like, Hey, take advantage of that time of driving, eat your burrito. Yep. Yep. You know, um, yeah, as you guys probably know, we we freeze we we make our burritos ahead of time before we even get to our hunting destination, and we they're already frozen, 
for us to just put them in the oven or in a cast iron pan with a little bit of water and steam them warm and reheat them. That saves so much time in the morning. I mean, we're able to get up and get out. And uh, as soon as you wake up, you start your hot water for coffee. You put your burritos in the cast iron on the stove if you're camping or put it in the oven if you're at a rental property. And man, it's ready by the time you're you're all changed and brush your teeth and you're ready to get out of the house. You just grab your hot burritos and you, you got them ready to go. That has saved an immense amount of time, Jay. Oh, like, that all goes into the process, man. Like I think that, uh, you know, we've, we've done that and we'll try to record, maybe we'll try to record some of that process because, you know, the last couple trips we've gone on, we do like a meal prep day and yeah. we make all the meals, you know, yeah. like in, in, yeah. you know, we'll make all the dinners ahead of time, vacuum seal them and freeze them. And we take them out in the ice chest when we go out there, whether we're camping or we're staying at, Such a, at a, a rental. A crazy amount and of time save. It's like so much better because like, you know, obviously we have kids now, like we come back from these hunts, you know, we're, you're kind of like, it makes the, the, the mornings, like you said, so much more efficient and it makes the, the evenings way more efficient too. And you're tired. I didn't like, even come think back about the like, evenings. Yeah. You know, we come back at dark, you know, like we stay out till dark and we come back. And where everyone's kind of tired, kind of like unpacking from the day, kind of unpacking the day, literally and metaphorically, like kind of unpacking like and about, getting packed for the next yeah, day, just getting ready for like, the next day, you know? and like kind of getting everything prepped. And yeah, you know, the meal we just kind of like take the vacuum sealed meal and heat it up, and it's ready to go. And we make a variety of different things. Sure. It's not like it's not like they're not good things. Amy's a great chef, and she makes some great things, man. And you know, we're eating well. Well, she doesn't call herself a chef. <laughs> but, man, she I'll, can I'll cook. give her that label. I'll she give her that label. Cook. But all those things, they go, they they're make those trips so much yeah. better. Yeah. And, like, we're way more dialed. And it's, like, spending more time just enjoying each other and, and the time. And, you know, whether it's a, we've got an Airbnb or I mean, got, you know, even whatever. if it gives us an extra 20 minutes to even e-scout for the next day. Because that happened multiple yeah, times yeah. in this last trip, uh, on the elk trip. Um, you know, I was on the tablet looking on, on X and planning for the next day. You're like, yeah, you know, when we got kind of stuck, I don't know what to do tomorrow. You know, let me know what you think. Yep, and, yep. you know, it's just like, it, it really, it cuts down on so much time. If you think about it, it's probably about two hours a day. And if you, a two hour window in hunting, whether you're at an Airbnb or whatever, a rental, uh, a house or a, a camping, two hours a day of saving. I mean, that's oh, it's huge, wild. Right? Yeah, and like I think, like you know, really, we dedicate one or two days to it, like in prep preparation, yeah. and it's yeah. kind of fun because we get together anyway. Yeah, we, we make get a, together, we make a meal, we're hanging out, like just having fun, talking shop, talking about the trip, getting excited, get excited yeah. you know, and like all that stuff. Kind of like it just it builds the anticipation. I have a, a friend of mine that always says sometimes like planning a trip and like preparing for a trip is just as fun as the trip because you're just like doing it. And it kind of builds up and. You know, so we'll, we'll plan that day soon and maybe we'll, you know, record some of it and kind of just like... Super excited about fun. it. But also, I still get flashbacks of uh, your elk hunt and I still, <laughs> I, I'm like, ooh. Like, well, it's it's crazy because like that was like, it was very interesting because you didn't have a tag and like, you know, I was like, yeah. hey man, like you have to come, like you're my hunting buddy, like you have to come with me and like having the support and having more eyes out there, we've talked about it a bunch, Yeah, helps. And then, you know, like this trip we're coming up to you, this late season deer hunt and javelina hunt like you've got a tag in your pocket yeah and so it's like it changes the perspective it, it's like kind of fun like i i think about it in a way of like we're we're both we're competitive with each other but it's also like we're super stoked for each other too and like 
you know, like you turn up a deer and like, we kind of take turns. Like that's oh, what yeah. we've done yeah. is like, we kind of take turns on yeah. stocks. Like, you know, Hey, you found it, like, go for it, dude. That's your deer. Go for it. Or, Hey, I, I found this one. I'm going to go after it. Or like, Hey, like I just went on that one. Like you go out and you do it. Like, totally. It's cool. Cause it's like that adds so much to the trip and like, yeah. you know, we've got a bunch of tags to fill, but I think like it, it gives you opportunities. I think we learned that on the elk hunt too. Like if one of us walks away successful, we're stoked. But at the same time, like having opportunities, having tags in your pocket, it just, you know, it, it leads to some good opportunities. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I get super pumped just being there. If Whether I have a tag in my pocket or not. If I'm, you know, just a spotter, I'm psyched. I'm psyched. I'm, I'm out <laughs> there. Like, it's so much fun for me. Yeah. So yeah. It, it don't matter for me. Um but it's always better to have a tag in your pocket and you have that, <laughs> that chance to be in the, the shooting seat. And, uh, yeah, man, very, very pumped up. Um, besides, well, I think today we should talk about what we did. I went out today to do. Yeah, we um, went locally. Yeah, um, go out to a little like, public land. and We have some 3D targets. We've got a couple of deer yeah. targets. we got a javelina target, a couple blocks. And we go set them up and we, we try to challenge ourselves as much as we can to emulate real-life situations and we actually make them probably way harder than, than it would be. Like you said, that... Harder, further, yeah. Yeah, and you just make it challenging so that when you have a potential shot on a live animal, you're ready. You're, you're prepared. You've taken that uphill shot. You've taken that downhill shot. You've shot an uphill shot at 90 yards. Right. And, like, you know, there I missed I missed a couple shots today, you know? Like, you know, like, it's, like, dinged a couple arrows up today. But I think that that's the, the, the beauty of it is, like, putting yourself in a, in a way harder situation that's way more challenging when you step up to actually have a real life shot you're ready for it it's right? the pressure like just putting the pressure on yep you know um i mean we've been to a, a few like official 3d competitions or what do you call them challenges yeah, just, yeah challenges shoots you yeah know, shoots um you know it's not a competition there's not like prizes at the end of it but it's like a personal competition, so uh, 3D shoots and stuff, and uh, you know it's it's interesting because even though you when you go to those, it's like even though you think okay, yeah, I'm just shooting at foam or whatever, you get this pressure that gets built up behind your shot, and all of a sudden you don't know why, but you're like you're like shaking, you got your front arm, and it's like oh my god, why am I breaking down right now? And whenever there's pressure. It just, it just elevates the heart rate, and that just causes a chain reaction. For sure, and archery is is such a controlled experience that if you have anxiety in the moment, like you need to be able to it's, control it. It's kind of like in in the sense, it's kind of like golf, where yeah, yeah. you know you have your your backswing and and your follow through and all that stuff, but like you have to you have to physically make that shot every single time same thing with archery you know you have all these moving parts of your arms your front arm out there extended your back arm make sure there's enough back tension on the back wall uh um, you know wrap your finger around the trigger whether it's an index or a thumb doesn't matter and then pull through your shot but like if you don't do it the same way every time the result is different every single time so it's it's just Man, it keeps you so freaking honest. 
Oh, dude, that archery is amazing like that. You know, like, I, I mean, I do a lot of shooting. Just... I love the high pressure, though. Oh, for sure, man. And that's what's kind of cool about what we did today is, like, we normally don't film it. We filmed pretty much all of it today. Correct. You know, and you've got this pressure in, like, we're, like, again, we're, we always shoot together. We shoot together a lot. Yeah. But then, like, there's, it's, like, somewhat competitive, you <laughs> know? Course. And, like, you're just trying to, like, make the shot and, like, you want to one up, you know, like if some, if you hit your shot, I'm like, fuck, I got to step up and hit my shot. If I hit my shot, you're probably thinking the same thing. Jay, if you weren't competitive, I probably wouldn't want to hang out with you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for like sure, for you, sure. it's such a healthy competition that it's like, I want you to do good, but I also want to beat you. Yep. Yep. Exactly. You know, I also, I also want Which, to beat you. And like, I remember when, when we first started shooting archery and, and Amy and I went and we bought bows the same day. And Amy and I are ultra competitive with each other. Amy's super mm-hmm. competitive. Mm-hmm. I'm competitive. And Bruce at the bow and arrow shop said to us, he's like, it's great because you guys are going to shoot together and you're going to make each other better because you're going to hold each other accountable. And that's kind of like what we've done in these these 3D shoots. We go out, we shoot together. Yeah. And it's like, I, I'm i stoked when you hit a shot. I'm like, dude, that was rad. Yeah, that but was a good shot. In my mind, I'm like, I, I want to do better, dude. I want to <laughs> one-up you and I want to do it just, just a little bit better. I want to hit that shot. And it's so fun because, like, there's this weird pressure of the shots, like, in the back of your mind. Like, when you're stepping up, because you're watching me. You're standing two feet away from two me feet, watching me. Yeah. You're watching my process, right? Sometimes so I'm six inches from your right? ear. I'm like, are you going to fuck up? Are you going to fuck up, Jay? But, like, how amazing Shoot that is. Shoot to, dude, but it adds so much pressure so because, much. like, you know, you call me out. If I, if I punch the trigger, you're like, dude, like, you just punch the trigger. And I know I punch a trigger and I just, like, launch an arrow and I miss. Or if I miss low, if I miss high, if I do whatever, it's like you're right there to see it. I can't like make it up. But then like my daily practice is me just by myself and it's like a Zen moment, right? Which is great too. But then when we add the pressure of us like all being there and Mm -hmm. we're all watching each other and then we do like scoring rounds, which we did today and it adds like there's all these elements that you can add to make it just a little bit more pressure on yourself. Just a little bit more pressure. And then we threw the camera in our face. We're both kind of like, I'm still a little like, I kind of freeze up on yeah, the camera. Yeah. I'm like, oh. And that adds like an element too that you're not used to because you know it's being recorded. And you're like, dude, like I can't. I duffed a couple shots today. Like during we were having a competition against each other and I duffed some shots. I was like, dude, it's on film. Dude. <laughs> it's happening, man. Like dang it. And so like, but that's actually, it's cool because it's real, right? Like yeah. it's just like, it's the moment. But then like, I, I think I talked about it in our previous episode about the elk. When I drew back, I was shaking. Yeah. And I had to, in my mind, go be like, hey, you've shot this shot a hundred times. You've shot a harder shot than this a hundred times. A thousand times. What's crazy is that you started shaking right from the start. You know, for me, if I'm like at full draw and then I'm like, okay, I'm, everything's in place. Okay. Oh, oh, now the wind's picking up. Oh, now I'm moving. Now I'm moving. Okay, now I can't get settled. Oh my God, now I'm breaking down. I want to collapse. Uh, uh, uh. But you were like shaking from the start because well, you had to reel it back yeah, in. Yeah. That's way different, dude. But like, that's like, I think that all the practice shooting archery shots daily, you know, putting ourselves in those tough spots that's so a, we go shoot 3D. That's tough, man. Is that the adrenaline? Because like, you know, you're going on a stock, right? And the stock takes time. It takes, you know, half hour or whatever, however long sure. it takes you to go in on this stock, right? The whole time, there's so much like anticipation uh-huh. building, uh-huh. and you're getting closer, and you're getting Anxiety. closer, and you can start. Then you see you see the animal. You're like, okay, I'm at 100 yards, right? 
okay, now I need to really slow myself down. I need to kind of take my time and you start to creep up and then you get to whatever, you know, range you may want to shoot at. And you're like, okay, now it's real. I'm at a shot I know I can make. And that's what I was like, that's what I was tripping out on. And I, again, that comes from a lack of experience being very new. But then I was like, I put myself in the, the moment of shooting that shot so many times that I was ready, right? And I was prepared and I said, I can make this shot. And that's what happened is I drew back and because it was real life, like it was like, there's the animal, there's the one I'm going after, there's my target, there it is right in front of me. And I drew back and was just like, just shaking. And because it was just adrenaline just had like taken over me. It was peaked. like buck, buck fever to the it, max, right? And so then it's like, okay, but then mentally, because I had taken those shots, I knew that I could make that shot and I'd taken that shot so many times that I was able to talk myself out of the anxiety and the fear of missing and just being like, look, you've taken this shot so many times you can make this shot. And in the moment, took a deep breath and then just kind of settled. And then it was like, you know, I'm sure I was but still kind of like. all this is that full draw. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And it's like, but that's, that's that's why you take all those shots, dude. Yeah. Like, that's why you prepare, dude. Yeah. And that's what, like, that's what it's all about because that's why archery is so amazing is that you just repeat, 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 repeat. So that you, it's not even second nature because that's what happened is I drew back and I was shaking because of just the adrenaline and I was able to be like, wait, you know the range, you've shot this that's distance crazy. so many times and then just settled into it. But then if I wouldn't have taken no. thousands of shots at no. that, that range and it's so much it, harder. Like, yeah. It would have been, it would have been almost impossible. Like, I how missed, do you reel yourself sure. back in yeah. from that? that kind of like distance and, and I could see how it gets easier and easier as you do it. You know, you get more and more comfortable, but like, and 55 yards, a lot of people would say you're crazy for taking that shot, but that's what you kind of have to do on Western elk is, but like the crazy thing to me was, is that like, I never, I can hit a target that's way smaller and I do all the time. And I did today. Right. And I shot it. We were shooting at 80 yards, is 90 the yards today. On, that's the thing. And like we were shooting at that yeah. distance today. And yes, I did miss the target a couple times, you know, like sure. I missed. Sure. But then there was so other, probably other 10 other times that I hit the target. Yeah. And I hit it perfect, right? Yeah. And I was like, so that's why you do those things. And those were way harder shots yeah. that we were taking today than, than the, the actual real life situation. Like, like what you're saying is you could take your, your 91 yard shot on your block target uphill, 91 yards uphill. And you could take that one shot that you were like an inch right, an inch low, but it was like in the white. Right, right. And you could take that and say, I'm capable of that. Right. I know what I'm capable of doing. For sure. I just have to do it. Yep. But that's the magical thing about archery is like you have to bring that shit to the table every time you pull your bow back. And I think that goes all into the to the preparation. Like it's like ironically, I think it's all the little things. Like we were talking about the meal preps, right? Like those those are like things that that takes while on a hunt. That takes a thought process away that I don't have to think about. Absolutely, right? like oh, we have to get back and make dinner before we go to bed. Yep, no, or like we just hey, have to heat it up. I like you just you're you're good to go. And yeah. so then and it also like all the the, the early mornings working out. Um, going for runs, going for bike rides, going for whatever I'm doing, swinging the kettlebells around, and then my daily archery practice, like all those things lead up to it. And if I'm not doing those things, like for me, those are the things that I need to do in order to be successful. And those give me confidence. Yeah, they just give me confidence in the field. And like I talked about that today, you know, like you you were kind of mentioning something about your bow. It was bugging you just a little bit. 
And I would say early in the rounds, it was bugging you enough that you were missing shots. Yeah. And then, like, you, when, then when the, like, the time came down to, like, we were, like, having this competition, our friendly little competition, you dialed it in, dude. And, like, you were making shots So again. weird. You know, but it's, like... It was such a it's weird just a, It's, feeling. like, a mental thing, dude. And, like, I always say, like, my gear, I trust in... I, I think you tinker more than I do, yeah, on, I do. On, on my... I don't really tinker with my bow too much. Like, I trust the guys at the, at the yeah. archery shop to kind of, like... He dials it in, and when I come and back, I'm don't like, touch boom, it. boom, boom, and it's shooting, like, so good. You don't touch I it. I don't touch it. I just leave it, and I'm like, don't... Those guys are so good at it that I don't really worry about it at all. And it gives me walking out of there and i tell tell bruce this every time i leave the shop i'm like dude i walk out of the shop more confident than i walked in because i know my gear is right you're leaving it up to me to just do it but then i think that there's a part of me that over time i'd love to learn to work on my own gear because i think that would give me extra confidence that i know if that i put the time into learn it i could shoot well and like do well you tied the knot kind of right, thing. right right like right. in rock climbing back in the day when we climbed a lot it's like you tied your knot mm-hmm. you know it's good mm-hmm. don't let anyone tie your knot for you you tie your own knot and i feel that same way. thing i feel that way about fishing too right like, yeah same thing you know catching big bluefin i've had i think the same amount of fish broken off from deckhands tying my knot than i have from myself yep and yeah, I may tie a knot wrong and it snapped and that was my bad or whatever the case is. But, I, I mean, deckhands have tied my knots before and I've lost <laughs> And it rips fish. off and you're like, dang it, dude. I'm like, like I tie my own knot. Damn it, Sam. Yeah, dude, totally, dude. And I, I think about like I think about that. We've talked about that on this on the podcast as well. Like I caught a couple big bluefin, yeah. you know, breaking the 100-pound mark. Yeah. And like 100, you know, closer to 150. And you need everything to work right on your equipment yeah, in order for that they, to land. They and test you been multiple times that i've tied every single knot that's associated with that and i'm like you land it and i land the fish and i'm like i'm supremely confident in that knot and like i feel good about it and i feel that same way about archery right like there was there was some times where i started getting the yips yeah and i was like it was kind of like gear related and i was getting a little peep twist and my peep was kind of turning and it wasn't everything wasn't lining up and i was getting kind of like really strange at full draw and i was like it was messing me up and it was a mentally mentally i was messing myself up right and I, I saw that a little bit today with you and but then when push came to shove you like freaking fixed it and you stepped up like and it was like crazy because it was such like a mental like confidence thing like in the moment right it, it really was and it actually shocked me because i was shooting like shit <laughs> i was shooting so going, bad going into today to today you kind of already were like hey i'm gonna change my strings and so, like, mentally, maybe that yeah. was, like, how you set the day up, you know? Well, like also, crazy, there was the cable stop yeah, yeah, fiasco. So, my cable stop is the original ones from, you know, my bow being brand new. And there was, like, divots and indents and dents in, in the cable stop where it hits when you go at full draw. You know, I, I called Bruce down there, and he's like, yeah, just turn them, you know? Just, just loosen up the bolt. Don't take it out all the way and you twist them to a good side, and then you're good. Oh, excuse me. Um, well, I didn't think about timing. And it seems as though my timing might be just off. Just slightly now. off, yeah. Just slightly off. Um, I'm hitting low on certain shots that I'm like, I did everything the same from the last shot. And I <laughs> tendering the last shot, and why am I low now? So I don't know if something's off there. Um, but either way. 
I've shot my bow for two years. Um, so the strings have had thousands of arrows through them. Um, it's time to change the strings. They have a twist in them that my peep is so annoying. It, it, it doesn't rest straight. So when I pull it back, it comes straight. But then when it, when it's resting, it's off to the side. And so that means when I release my arrow, my string is twisting Turning to the as right it forward, yeah. as it goes forward and slamming forward. So that could affect accuracy, I heard, and, you know, saw in a video. Thanks, John, John Dudley. <laughs> you make me change my strings out. Well, and that's no. the, all the things like that that add up yeah. to... Confidence. Yeah. The confidence of it. Yeah. When you pull back your bow and then you see your peep a little bit twisted and you're like... God damn it, that's like another thing to think about. Yep, yep. You want this to be like a robot. Yep. You need this to be like a hooter shooter where you just have your bow there, you pull back the string and let it go. And it goes in the same spot every time. Yep. That's the goal. So if you are in control of that, a confidence level is it's it's necessary. Yeah, and that's why I think doing what we went out to do today is so big. It, it and doing always, like the daily things you always know, helps. Like, all those things kind of add up and, and, you know, again, going back to what we were talking about a little earlier, that 1% better every day, yeah. you know, like if you have yeah. that mindset and you're kind of going out there and there's going to be days where, you know, I go out and I, I do reps and I'm like just duffing, like missing shots yeah. at 20 yards even. And I'm like, what is going on? But then I think about like all the things that are going through my mind on that day or all the things that are happening that day. And I'm trying to try to get my reps in and it's like, it, it's not the best you know, like there's, it's not the best session, but then at the end of the day, I'm like, I got the reps in, I did what I needed to do. It's kind of the evolution. Oh, it is for sure, man. It's the evolution of our, uh, archery career, and if you will. I, but that's like what it comes down to. For sure, man. And I think about that. It, it helps out. I, I use that same focus and that same thing in everything in life. And I've, it, it benefits me so much more. So if I do the, if I do my, my workout routine every day, if I do my shooting routine every day, the rest of my life kind of falls in place. I'm a very, I'm like way more focused on like my wife and kids and like being present in the moment. I'm present in other projects that I'm doing at work. I'm present in like, you know, just engaging in the rest of my life when I'm doing those things. And if like, you know, we were talking about that with, you know, kind of drinking and stuff, like if I like am not focused and where I miss one of those things, I'm chasing that all yeah. day long. Yeah. Dude. I'm chasing that workout. If I miss it because I overslept or was too lazy to kind of get out of bed, I'm chasing it all day. You got to stop li listening to David Goggins. Dude. <laughs> no. dude. I mean, but those, those guys are, those guys are fuel, right? Like yeah. they, they kind of feed, no, they feed really the fire, are. man. And, and you know, I joked about it earlier and whatnot, uh, about campaigns and whatnot, but like, dude, I mean, it's a bit, it's a big, it's actually a big thing to keep like watching those guys because it puts it in your head like, hey, you might be like nice and comfortable. Must be nice. <laughs> you know, like someone out there is working harder than you right now to get what you're trying to get. For sure, man. So how bad do you really want shit? Yep, yep. You know, and, and, and it. Oh. I think about as that. A, as a byproduct, it spot checks me. Oh, for sure, dude. And I think about that, like, even just for, for us, you know, like, we spot check each other, dude. We talk frequently yeah. throughout the days and weeks. And, yeah. You know, like, it's just, like, one of those things where it's, like, you know, you'll relay something to me or I'll relay something to you. And, like, it's, like, we're keeping each other accountable. And that's why uh, part of, like, 
why we're starting to record stuff and, and keep it doing is because it's like, that's extra motivation, right? Like it's extra like things. And if we can inspire other people to get out there and kind of like find that's, what their thing is and what they want to do, like it's cool, man. Yeah, like that's what's up. I mean, I would love to inspire someone. Um, well, I mean, I've inspired people and whatnot in, in fishing and whatnot. Like this, this one guy I met on a fishing trip, he's like, you helped me start my business, dude. Like, you know, it was like pretty cool that I inspired someone to actually take the next step to start his business. But, uh, yeah, I would love that kind of, uh, feedback, like someone to say like, Hey, because of your guys' podcast, like I got into archery or I got into fishing and look at what I have accomplished or look at my first catch or look at my first shot. Like I hit a 10 ring and I wasn't even trying, you know, whatever it is, whatever the case is. I love that. No, I love cool, that. Man. And you know, for us, it, it keeps us accountable, keeps us motivated, and if other people can take any anything away from it, you know, as far as what we're saying, because we're, again, we're normal dudes, we're doing our thing, we talked about it, Yeah, we partied, we like to party. Too much. <laughs> We've done our things, Ugh. we're out here, and we're, we're late onset hunters, late onset fishermen, we're not, like, we both have nine to fives, we got to keep on our grind, doing our thing, we're both trying to motivate it, that thing, and, and a lot of that fuels... And we both, like, weren't, like, raised with this, oh, no. also. This is, like, know. this is something that we, like, found inside of us, in our in our DNA, and uh, we kind of were like, hey, we need to be, uh, we need to be catching fish and, and hunting animals. Well, you know, it kind of goes back to, to the inspiration of, of why we wanted to do a lot of these things, was, like, finding good ways to feed yourself and, and friends and you know we're gonna make some some elk today we're gonna you know we went out and shot and you and anna came over and we're just hanging and like we're it's gonna, really gonna, tough gonna make some make some food and we're gonna kind of chill out super tough and decided to turn the mic on and turn the camera on and just record a little bit because i think uh, you know it's just the constant idea of wanting to kind of keep getting better things to look forward to the process that we're going forward and, and you know there's a lot that we're trying to do with going on these trips and, and doing it. There's a lot that goes into it, man. It's not just like, Hey, the trip, we have the trip planned for mid January. We're going to go out there, but there's so much that goes into so prepping that and making that happen and making that an enjoyable trip. And it's like, that's the motivation for me too, man. Like that's going to be the reason I get up in the morning tomorrow to kind of get after it. It's like, I'm like, Hey, tomorrow's the first day of a multiple, not even, it's not even tomorrow's not the first day, but it's like, the next day of multiple days that are leading up to that trip. And I want to be peaking when we go on that trip because I want to be ready. And I owe it to those animals. I owe it to myself. I owe it to you. I owe it to Amy. I owe it to everybody that's going to kind of support me in that to like be my best going into that trip so that we can get it done. Right. And it's just been a series of like learning and evolving and knowing what it takes to get it done. dude. Yeah. And like that's kind of what it takes for me to get it done is to be mentally, physically peaking at the time when we go and it's my competition, right? It's like my world series or whatever, dude. I don't know. It's just like what it is. Am I that competitive that you just got me like super riled up <laughs> and I want to be That's like, the point, dude. I want to shoot this buck before you. <laughs> well, what dude, is I, wrong with me? How stoked? How stoked would you like? I'd be stoked to no. fill a tag. If we can fill, we've got multiple tags. Amy's got a Havelina tag. I've got a Havelina tag. You got a deer tag. I got a deer tag. Yeah. So we got four tags. We got four tags. Four tags in our pocket to, to fill. On and a ten day trip. 
you know, we're going to give it a go and we're just going to try and like, you oh, know. Eight day trip? Uh, I think it's like, I can't nine? remember how many days of, of hunting it is. I think it's a 10 day trip and eight days of hunting, something eight like that. Eight days of hunting? I mean, um, that's, that's literally an animal every two days you have to kill. <laughs> and I'm hoping we can double up on, you know, some of it. But, you know, again. If we it, double up on a javelina in one day, no, we just have two more tags to kill. Think about that. <laughs> and I, 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 all I hope is that we get opportunities, right? Yeah. That's see all him, I hope for. Hey, to see them, to uh, even get a stock on, successful hunt. Oh, for sure, for, man. For us. And, uh, you know, I think. You know, we've got some spots. We've These are some back to tough some... critters. I don't know about the javelina because we haven't really put one down and whatnot. But, you know, you see videos out there like, oh, it's so easy. This is great. <laughs> this is a target pack. Yeah, well, man, what if you don't find them, you know? Then <laughs> yeah. it's not so freaking easy, all right? Yeah. But, like, uh, you know, just just coming off of, like, the deer out there, like I feel like we have the proper, uh, I guess, uh, route to take. You know, we have a... We have a proper plan. Yeah, and again, that goes back to to, to the evolution of, of us in the going on hunts, learning more, seeing what's there. Yep, yep, yep. So, so we have a couple of good spots, a couple of honey holes. Hopefully, uh, they're good in January. In, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna find out, man. I mean, I you know I'm looking forward to it. Too. Yeah, you know the cool part is is we're we're planning to go back to an area we've been before. Um, which is kind of a first for us, like you know, like the, like the elk hunt we just showed up. Yeah, that was our first elk hunt, and we were turning them up, and you know, kind of lucked into some, some elk, and then you know, going back to a spot where we've hunted before, and we've turned up a lot of good deer. Um, you know, it gives me it gives me some positivity. It gives it goes back to that confidence thing, right? Like a lot of that, like we were showing up places and we didn't know anything about it. Like we had a little bit of beta that that Captain Bly had shared with us. We went out there, we kind of like. He just gave me like a road <laughs> and then it was like turning that road into like actual glassing knobs and like, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. making it happen. And now we've, we've gone to the same spot multiple times. And now like, you, you know, you see the evolution of like, yeah. when you go back to the same spot, when you have an area that you know that there's animals there, you know that. And then that, you got the, the, the X factor of weather and climate and everything that happened the, the, the year, year prior, before, yeah, you yeah. know, it's like. The deer may not be where we left them, yeah, yeah. you know, last year. You know, they, they could be gone because of the temperature change, the water and moisture. The pressure out Who there knows? or whatever. Yeah, Who yeah. knows? We don't know that they're going to be there, but we have a good idea. Yeah, we got a starting point and, uh, you know, it should be fun, man. It'll be fun leading up to it. And, you know, can't wait to kind of keep getting out there and, and challenging ourselves shooting leading up to it because that's just as fun as uh, actually going out and doing it mm -hmm. and then uh you know just hopefully we turn up some animals make i got some new hunting pants <laughs> <laughs> well let's put those to use to i think you know we're gonna yeah. try to try to gonna record some stuff we'll come out with some more gear reviews that's kind of the other thing i wanted to talk about really quickly yeah youtube we got yeah we're putting up content dude youtube youtube yeah we got the youtube going we, we did some gear reviews yeah Amy did yeah. a cool recipe video, so we're trying to bring more of that stuff to you guys. We're going to try to bring out more content yeah. Um, yeah. and continue the cycle and hopefully bring some value to you guys. If you guys want to see something specifically, you know, hey, why don't you guys try this or make uh, do this trick shot? I don't care what it is. We'll talk about it. We'll mull it over. Yep. We'll sleep on it. it. We'll, we'll sleep on it we'll and sleep figure on it out. It. Yeah. 
but you know, it's cool, dude. It's been fun to to, to continue to do it. We'll just keep doing more. Yeah, and, I think uh, the reviews is going to be like you know what we should be doing because, I mean, we get hit up a couple of times here and there. You know, um, that, oh, what 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 gear are you guys using? And so that seems to be the little niche, the the niche that into. that people keep asking. About. Yeah, and I think like again, we got to do it. Like we a, just we're buying the stuff, you know, and we're buying it based off of our experience and, and research we're doing yeah dude we you just we, we do a bunch of it we're gear junkies and i think like i said we talk about it a bunch when we uh you know daily and we're kind yeah. of motivating each other with that but yeah i think like the gear is, is something big and you know we we get out enough that you use it and you realize what works and what doesn't work and realizing what doesn't work is almost bigger than some of the research you can do because you're like yeah, I bought this and it sucks. Or I bought this and it's the best thing ever. So, you know, it's a big deal for sure. Good stuff, dude. <laughs> for sure, man. Always good hanging. Always good chatting. Yeah. Always good catching up. Let's and, wrap it uh, up because uh, I think you got two kids inside. The two kids and, and dinner. And we both got a us. wife inside that probably are looking for us by now. <laughs> well, cheers, Plus, buddy. I'm empty on my beer. Cheers, man. Got the last swig here. Good stuff. Check us out. Instagram, Free Range Tales podcast uh youtube free range tales and uh yeah more content coming your way yep check it out peace